Hello, sunshine. This is the Prudent Mama podcast. A few weeks ago, I recorded the episode called Wellbeing, where I described a day full of small inconveniences and how the pillars of my well-being help me cope and find joy in my day. Well, that was, it feels like a lifetime ago because we've since had the winter storm blow through a large part of North America, all the way from Mexico to Canada, and it froze everything. It put millions of people in sub-zero temperatures. It overloaded the power grid in Texas. Many people died. Today, I want to drill down on how my wellness hinges on the local infrastructure, the governance, and the people in my community. My name is Moyo, and I am Prudent Mama. In hindsight, that episode on well-being, um, it feels like such a naive time when I recorded it. It felt like I was in a very um, optimistic and, and... cheerful. I mean, I was really, really bothered I didn't get coffee that day. Well, I just lived through a week of intense cold, um, worried about the safety of my family. And yes, I actually still practiced the pillars of my well-being. The four pillars of my well-being are my physical health, my mental health, my social connections, and my daily routines and habits. These were the pillars that helped me personally. During the winter storm, though, we lost power to the house, and after a short while, our house started to get cold. Our temperatures dropped to well below freezing. The inside of the house became more and more uncomfortable. We didn't have power, so a lot of the ways that we would distract ourselves in a storm were not available. And after a while, day one, day two, day three, we started to have concerns about whether the plumbing in the house would freeze and burst, creating a whole new set of issues. Well, how is it that my personal routines and habits, the pillars of my wellness, failed. I do not have the capacity to generate power to keep my house heated. I also wondered why I never finished researching that solar energy option, or why didn't I have a generator? What would I do if I didn't have water? Okay, we had a lot of snow. We could melt snow. Thankfully, I still had natural gas at my house, so We had a way to cook. But these concerns, there was really not much I could do. The power grid failed in Texas because of multiple layers of resiliency and regulation and monitoring did not happen. And it was frustrating during those days to see that our leaders and the people who have authority and power to influence those infrastructural, you know, the power grid, the water department, and even plowing the streets, bickering. It was frustrating. 
and there was nothing I could do. A day after I recorded that last episode where I had talked about minor inconveniences, my light went out. I didn't have coffee that morning. The very next day, I had a medical emergency in my dental chair. And I had to rely on training that I have and rely on a staff that was new to me. It was my second day in that office. If you didn't know, I work as a traveling dentist. And so I'm often in a new environment when I work. But all dental care providers and staff are required by law and regulation for the Occupational Health and Safety Administration, OSHA, requires us to have um, an emergency preparedness plan in place. Part of that emergency preparedness plan includes CPR training, first aid emergency response. I, as the dental provider, have to be able to diagnose this person is experiencing an emergency, a medical emergency, not a dental emergency, a medical emergency, meaning there's something going on that threatens their life. I have to diagnose what is it that they're experiencing. Can they breathe? Is their heart beating? Are they conscious? I have to assess that and I have to respond quick enough that I can intervene and help resuscitate. There was a plan in place and this plan is common enough that I can have confidence regardless of which dental office I'm in. They have been trained and they are ready. One of the things I do when I go to a new office, please give me a tour. Where do you keep your emergency medicines? Where is the oxygen? I ask and I know. And for the first time in a career over a decade long, I actually had to use it. And it was beautiful. It was seamless how the staff responded and I responded and I could prioritize and focus on the patient and resuscitating the patient. Everything that I needed, everything the staff needed, everything we needed to care for our patient was there and ready to go. That experience was really top of mind for me. As I went through this week with power failure, burst pipes, no access to food, roads just frozen. It was frustrating. How could this be? How? One of the things I try to embody is this trait of being prudent, acting with and showing care and thought for future. Rather than being a Pollyanna, an excessively cheerful and optimistic person, I'd like to have a plan. I'd like to imagine what is the worst case scenario and how can I mitigate that? What can I do to protect myself, my family, and our property from the next catastrophic event? How long can I weather the storm? A day? A week? A month? What can I do to prepare? How can I create a plan to be ready and rehearse it with my family so that it's familiar enough that if something catastrophic happens, it doesn't cause us to flounder. I would like my household to run with this seamless grace that the dental office did and the staff when we responded to our patient's medical emergency. 
I want a plan that is well known to every person in my household. I would like to know what the plan is for my town so that the systems that my family relies on, we know what their backup plans are and how to access help in an emergency situation. We had limited access to internet and Wi-Fi. In the 15 minutes that we would get power, it was a dash between heating up water and food and accessing information that would help us weather the storm. What about you? Are you familiar with the systems that are outside of your control that your well-being actually rely on? Do you know how to access care in an emergency situation? Do you have any unique circumstances that require you to have a greater level of preparedness? Are there devices that are dependent on electricity or gas or water that keep you or your family members alive? Do you have medication that needs to be kept cool at a certain temperature? Do you have oxygen that you rely on to just live? If you have to evacuate and a person in your household has mobility issues and say maybe the lift or the scooter or the car that is adapted for their needs is unavailable and the roads are frozen, how can you be reached and how will you access help? It's been almost three weeks since the storm and the early stages of recovery and I invite you to also create a plan for your household and yourself. Until next time, see you later, sunshine. My name is Moyo, and I am Prudent Mama. Thank you for sharing your time with me. <music>